This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We are bringing in the big guns. Joining us right now on the Roman guest line is our favorite, favorite guest from the betting exchange on MSG Networks. Our girl, Katie Mox. Katie, how you doing on this Wine Wednesday? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, Ryan, ask your wife about Wine Wednesday. That is something that ladies have been celebrating for many, many years. Yuck. Wine Wednesday is a staple in the girls' community, so I'm sure she knows about that. And, yeah, welcome to Wine Wednesday because it is, it's is—it's been something I've celebrated for quite some time. Katie, what, what's, what's your wine? What's your go-to? What you sipping on on a Wednesday? So I am a white wine gal. Mm-hmm. I like a Sancerre. Or I will do a Sauvignon Blanc. And my favorite are from Australia. You know, those those ones in yeah. Australia, New Zealand. Those are the best. I like that. Sauvignon Blanc. I, I like your taste. I like it. I'm more of a, a white Zinfandel kind of guy myself. You know, Ooh, I just, you know okay. it just mm-hmm. comes to me in, in, like an epiphany sometimes. A white Zinfandel. <laughs> I feel fancy when I talk about wine. My, my voice has to get a little more mm, yeah. a little smooth. You can't be all aggressive <laughs> off of wine. It's a smooth feeling. Um, Speaking of smooth, we're trying to continue our smooth streak on this show, Katie Mox, because we're betting the NBA mm. Finals tonight. Nine o'clock. It's way too late. West Coast, you know, best coast, whatever. Mm. But the East, we got to get our sleep. The spread is three yeah. and a half in favor of Boston. Two thirteen and a half is the total in that one. How are you handicapping this game? Our listeners want to know all of your plays, whatever you have for Warriors, Boston Celtics tonight. All right. Well, I like the Warriors plus the three and a half. I like the Warriors to win. I'm hopeful for the Warriors to win this game. I'll, I'll say that. I'm hopeful for the Warriors to win this game. I think that they can win this game, but I feel really good about the plus three and a half. So this is actually the biggest underdog that they have ever been under Steve Kerr in an NBA Finals. And what's interesting tonight is the lineup. We've got Curry, Thompson, Green, and Looney starting the game. So minutes they were together in the regular season, zero. Minutes in the playoff, 134 and counting. Mm. The reason why I like um, – the, the Warriors here is, one, this, there's a lot of talk about how the Warriors aren't that great on the road in the postseason, and that's totally valid. But the Celtics aren't that great at home either. Mm. They're 5-4 and four in the playoffs this season, and they actually lost their last three home games of the regular season. Golden State 15-5 and five straight up in their last 20 games. Warriors, of course, we know, outscored the Celtics in the second half of Game 2, 55-38. to 38. Now, it's no secret that Clay Thompson needs to step up tonight. We haven't really seen a lot from him. But I will say, he is the only player in the 2022 playoffs with at least two games of eight made threes. Yeah. So could that be tonight? 
maybe, maybe we'll see that Clay Thompson. But I really think that getting GP2 back really can't be understated. I mean, this guy was such a difference maker. And it does seem like Poole is getting his rhythm again. Maybe he's found his confidence with that buzzer beater in the third uh, third quarter, third period. It's like I get all my, <laughs> my sports mixed it's up. All the we same, talk about yeah. everything we do the all same day thing. long. We it's the all thing. the same. Yes. Uh, and he hasn't really been that productive since the Grizzlies series. So I do think that the Warriors plus the three and a half is definitely the, the right side to be on. And I'm hopeful that they will win. And when I'm looking at prop bets for time, I'm going to lean under the total. I'm not, the total on these has been so hard for me to handicap because mm-hmm. it's just been all over the place. 12, of the last 15 games between the Warriors and the Celtics has gone under game one, went over game two, went under. Of course, you want to say that there's going to be a lot of defense in this game. The Celtics defense has been really dominant at home. My only thing is, is that they have not hosted an NBA finals game in Boston since 2008. So there's going to be some jitters there. They might take a little bit of time to, to, uh, to get their defense locked in, but I would lean under on that. Prop bets. A fun one that I like tonight is Steph Curry over one and a half steals. There's not a lot of people talking about two-way Steph. Steph has really been <laughs> dominant on defense in these playoffs. He doesn't want to give away an MVP to Iguodala again. He knows he's got to affect the game on both sides of the ball. And in fact, in game two, he contributed six rebounds, four assists, and three steals. So this is a plus 140. It's kind of just a fun one to bet on. Over one and a half, I like that. For Jason Tatum, I like him over five and a half assists. This is also at plus money, at plus 110. So he only had 12 points in game one, but he was still that guy in that game when it came to helping out his team. He had a postseason high of 13 assists in game one. He's hit over this prop bet in five of his last nine games. He's only averaging about 20 points per game so far. But again, even though he only had 12, I think he does better with his assists, specifically at home. Also, I read a stat today that he was minus 36 plus minus in game two which is the worst in nba finals history nobody wants to be the worst in history so i think we're going to see a good game from him obviously i like him to score his points but i think we're going to see a lot of assists as well so i like him over that five and a half one that i'm toying around with that i haven't exactly fired on i might not is draymond green over seven and a half rebounds Mm. so in the last five games okay he's only averaged 6.6 rebounds so he's only hit over this mark about 20 percent of the time however in the first two games of this series he's averaging more than that about eight boards per game we've got some sirens going off in the background no, here. I, I completely Obviously, understand that's my whole day right there on these things <laughs> it's, it's just yeah just it never ends but here's Here's the thing with Kayvon Looney coming back into the mix and being so dominant on the boards. Of course, that's going to take away from Draymond. But I was looking at a stat today, and there's only been two games in his entire NBA Finals history that he's gone under six rebounds. So I do think there's some value there in taking him over the seven and a half. So I'm kind of looking at that. But I like Steph Curry, and obviously Steph Curry over the four and a half threes made. I mean, that's at plus 105. It's a lot of threes, but Steph Curry's had six in games one and game two. Yeah, Katie, um, I'm on a hot streak. I don't know if you know this in the NHL Stanley <laughs> Cup playoffs now. Whoa. I actually, I want it's a little too aggressive for Wine I wanna, Wednesdays. I want to bet last it night. Uh, it's it had been a while in in hockey. Uh, everything else great, but baseball, basketball, but hockey, it's going to be the death of me. Tomorrow night we have a hockey game, the Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning. We got an even series now, minus one thirty favorites, but they're on the road. So I love Tampa Bay at home. Uh, am I betting the Rangers tomorrow plus one ten? The total five and a half. Are you betting that game? And how would you bet it? Yeah. Well, well one, yes. I always bet the Rangers at home. Okay. Every series that they've been in has been a homer series, so it's not totally surprising that they went down two games in Tampa. They have not lost 
at MSG, at the Garden, the world's most famous arena in the playoff series. Now, of course, in the when they went with the Penguins, it did go into overtime. Technically not a loss. Uh, so they haven't lost at home. I think that they're going to come back and do that again. Obviously, look for the bread man, Panarin, to score a goal. He had the only goal in the last game. Mika, always someone that you want to have scoring a goal. What's interesting about him is he only had 29 goals in the season. He was the second most of the Rangers. Chris Kreider had 52. But he's had 10 goals. 10 goals in just the playoffs. He's tied with Chris Kreider. That guy has had a goal in every single game of the series except for the last one. So if you're going to look at anytime goals, I think those are really fun. Kreider's a good one to do. Mika's a good one to do. The bread man, he's always delivering the bread for us. But absolutely take the Rangers on the money line. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Katie Mox, I gotta ask you, I see a lot of Trey Lance love on the timeline. Do they actually like him? Do they believe in him? Or are they trying to talk themselves into this guy? Because they're saying I, he looks good. They, they say he work. looks good, but I also saw some quote from some San Francisco 49er play. I don't know who it was. Said he's going to prove everyone wrong. I think. I think. What 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 type of that's not a ring endorsement that that feels a little skeptic to me. What what are your thoughts about Trey Lance before we let you go? You are the Lance inside. I, I guess. Thank you. I, I, the one thing that I like to go by is the 49ers insider. I think that nobody knows what to do here, right? We don't know if Jimmy's coming back. We don't know if Trey's coming back. Obviously, you want to gas up your guy, but they don't know who this guy is. So they're trying to toe the line here. They're trying to be respectful of Jimmy. They want to also give Lance a chance. So they're saying all of these things, but then they don't really know what's going on. So I think that's what we're seeing a lot of is that they want to support their guy, but they're not really sure who the starter is going to be. Obviously, it helps Lance that Jimmy is not doing OTAs right now. Of course, he got that approved. And, you know, Lance really is the guy right now. And, yeah, we hear different things. Sometimes he's this, you know, the Messiah, and then sometimes we can't even believe that he's playing. I'm going to hold all judgment aside until we have both of those quarterbacks there if they can't move Jimmy Garoppolo and who beats who out. That's when I think we'll see people either get 100% behind or not. I think right now people just don't know what to do because they don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Uh, we got 60 seconds. Debo Samuel looks like he's actually he- uh, happy at camp, which I hate to see. I was yeah. hoping that maybe they'd move him. I'm just kidding. Uh, so it's looking he's like, not kidding, Katie. He's so, he, so serious. So he will start and finish the season in San Francisco, I'm guessing, if, if I'm a betting man. A hundred percent. I think I was on the show with you guys last time where I said this was leverage to get more money. I yeah. think it worked to a certain extent. I think he's going to get more money than they were offering him. But I think he is happy in San Francisco. Him and Kyle Shanahan have a great relationship. The Niners love him. They want to pay him. He just played his cards, which you can't necessarily fault him for, but the Niners called his So, well. So he's still going to do the wide back thing, right? Like he's still going to be an offensive weapon, not just a wide receiver, right? Or do you think maybe they changed the way that they use him a little bit just because he got so pissed about it, he says? I think they have to. I, look, I think they're still going to use him as a wide back, but right. he's not going to be the only running back. I think they're going to have to use their other running backs and share that load a lot more. He'll come out there for the fun trick plays, and it's not going to be as predictable as it was maybe in the last season. I think they're going to have to share that load because, yeah, he's not that happy about it. Even though he's the one that coined the term wide back <laughs> and started selling it on T-shirts, Right. you know, I do think exactly. that they're going to have to share that load because he wants longevity in his career. You know what? It's actually kind of sad because, after he uh, was in the club, I'm the one who tweeted that video out. 
He was in the club. Bottle Girl was saying Debo's coming uh-huh. back, and he gave the whole, uh, no, I'm not. Please get that camera off of me. This is not yep. factual. I would love for him to depart to another team after that, but I guess the Bottle Girls are going to stay in San Francisco, and so is Debo Samuel. It's it's actually a shame. <laughs> well, I think, you know, if, you, if you're playing your cards and you're saying that you don't want to come back to this team or you're requesting a trade and then somebody brings that out, what are you going to do? Smile and give a thumbs up? Of course you're going to say no. He didn't have a choice there, really. You're right. You're right. He was put in a bad situation. Good thing I'm not in the club yeah. with yeah. Debo Samuel at that late at night. Who knows what my bottle girl sign would say. It would say something <laughs> crazy. Bet MGM tonight after party after this. Katie Mox, thank <laughs> you so much for joining the show. We always appreciate you taking the time. Can't wait to talk to you soon, and I hope all your bets are winners tonight because I'm tailing a few of them, so we need those. All right, let's go. Let's go, Warriors. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Katie. That's Katie Mox joining us on the Roman Guest Line. And you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Our girl, Katie Mox.